Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is With Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, November 1st, 2021. Today in Italy is the feast of Ogni Santi, the day that celebrates all saints, including those not canonized. Tomorrow instead in Italy is Il Giorno dei Morti. Every November 2, Italians commemorate and remember our loved ones who are no longer with us. To date, considering the Italian population over 12 years old, 86.3% has received at least one dose of vaccine, 83% is fully vaccinated, while 44% is the percentage of third doses received by those who are currently eligible. <clears throat> As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. The incidence of the virus on a national basis in the last seven days has been 51.9%, 51.9 new positive cases per 100,000 inhabitants. The regions with the highest values are Trentino Alto Adige, Friuli Venezia Giulia and Veneto. The one with the lowest value is Sardinia. Over the past seven days, with regard of the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of plus 32.2% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to ordinary wars was plus 11.4% and plus 0.3% in the intensive care units. <coughs> On average, in the last seven days, <coughs> we had 26 deaths a day with a variation of minus 3.9% compared to the previous seven days. The rise of this new small wave of contagion seems to have already lost momentum. The number of the new positives after the plus sign is basically equal, equal to the one of last week. It is likely that the overall size of the wave is not very different from the previous one of last July and that we will therefore see the incidence value rise a bit more in the next two, three weeks, but just a bit more. <coughs> As a consequence, we expect that the repercussions on, new, on hospitals, which will be seen in a few days, will remain within ordinary administration. To understand how much the vaccination campaign is saving us, suffice it to say that a year ago in Milan, the incidence was 621 new positives per 100,000 inhabitants. Today, Milan is at 31, 20 times less, without the need for curfews, travel restrictions, closures of stores and restaurants, or distant learning, and despite the greater transmissivity of the Delta variant of the virus. Nonetheless, we gotta stay careful. According to the weekly report of the Ministry of Health, the number of Italian regions classified as moderate risk has risen from 4 to, 11, to 18. <coughs> no one is at high risk. Only two re three regions are classified as low risk, and they are Basilicata, Sardinia, and Valle d'Aosta. The incidence is increasing in all age groups, but particularly under 12 years old, that is, <coughs> in the part of the population that still cannot be vaccinated. In Italy, one case out of four in the last week concerns people under 20 years old, <coughs> Sorry, with a greater growth of the incidence under 12 years old. With regard to the vaccination campaign, the government is focusing on two goals to try to vaccinate as much as possible of the 7.6 million unvaccinated people, in particular the 2.7 million over 50 who are particularly at risk of hospitalization and serious diseases and death, and accelerate the administration of third doses that are still going to very different speed between regions. According to a recently published survey, more than 100,000 workers are missing in Italy to carry out the great works of the recovery plan. 
In detail, 3,000 specialized staff figures such as project managers, accountants, experts in human resources management, site managers, then 23,000 specialized workers and more than 70,000 general workers. It is the result of the many years of work stoppage in the construction industry and trade associations asked to invest immediately in training, reskilling and upskilling of young unemployed and also in education dedicated to the construction industry in vocational schools and universities, including through specific partnerships with companies. In addition, an effort is required to attract skilled labor from abroad or those present in the country but currently employed in other sectors. The lack of manpower, added to the difficulties that derive from the higher cost of raw materials, risk <coughs> transforming a great opportunity for growth into a missed opportunity like uh, having a Ferrari but with an empty tank. Serious crimes reported in Italy in the first six months of 2021 decreased by 17.4% compared to the same period in 2019, i.e. in the pre-pandemic era. This is confirmation of a trend that has been observed for several years, although it is not always followed by greater perceived safety in the population. Instead, crime in 2021 increased by 7.5% when compared to the first six months of 2020. At that time, the lockdown had led to an overall decrease in all crimes, except so-called cybercrimes, which are also growing in 2021. Thus, the 2020 figure is an exception that does not refute the multi-year trend. According to a recently published research, the most photographed dish in the world of Instagram is Italian, pizza. In the top 15 dishes, we also have the bronze medal of pasta in third place, and in 13th position there is lasagna. <coughs> to find out which dish is the most photographed, Instagram hashtag data were analyzed for over 300 dishes from around the world. Pizza boasts nearly 58 million posts with unique hashtags, pasta is worth 28 million posts and lasagna 3 million. Evidently the world knows that Italian dishes are not only the tastiest and healthiest, but also beautiful to photograph and that sharing them is a boast that gives prestige and visibility to those who do it, who thus gain followers. As you may know, last week Rome hosted the G20, the summit with the leaders of the 20 most important countries in the world. Everything went well and one of the most iconic photos of the summit was the one of the leaders at the Trevi Fountain doing what many tourists do when they are in front of this Bernini masterpiece. With their backs to the fountain they threw a coin, which was actually a euro minted for the occasion, a gesture that according to tradition means that those who do it will return to Rome in the future. <coughs> but there is another important photo that will remain in the history of the summit. For the first time in the ritual photo with all the participating leaders, there are also other people, in this case wanted by the Italian Prime Minister Draghi. They are some health workers, doctors and, and nurses, representing those who have saved so many lives around the world since the beginning of the pandemic. The Roman doctors and nurses in the photo with the world leaders are from the Spallanzani Hospital, the most important hospital in Italy for contagious diseases, the one to which we the Italians donated the 53,000 euros we collected last year thanks to your donations. This is a way for me to thank you again and to show you that your generosity has gone to the right institution. And there's another small detail that ties with Italians to the G20 summit. It's a tiny thing compared to the big and important issues that were discussed at the summit, but it was a way for us at the Italians to welcome these important leaders of our planet, all of them and especially the President of the United States with a symbolic communication. 
The summit was held in the beautiful new convention center called La Nuvola, designed by Italian architect Massimiliano Fuxas. To get to the summit site, each world leader had to drive down one of the biggest, most important and prestigious roads in Rome. The name of this road is no coincidence. It is called Via Cristoforo Colombo. Because Rome recognizes and celebrates the great Italian navigator who discovered America, <coughs> and it is in Via Cristoforo Colombo that the great leaders of the world gathered and discussed the future of our planet. We the Italians is in Rome, and this is how we welcomed the leaders of the earth. 20 flags, one great Italian, Christopher Columbus. It's all for now, it's all for today. I'll see you next Thursday. Please stay safe and take care. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We the Italian News. Ciao from Rome.